Welcome, everyone, to Burgess Power Hour, the first one for January 2017. We're, I can't believe it's 2017. Oh, my gosh. We're going to be all together talking about intentional visions and how we can create our vision for 2017. And I have a lot of really powerful things to share with you about visioning and how to vision. I'm going to give you a bunch of tools. There's people from all around the country on the call. Welcome, everyone. And those of you who are listening on the call for the playback, Welcome as well. And so I'm going to go ahead and mute everybody. Okay. So if you want to ask a question or if you want to share something, which, as you know, I love that, uh, so just hit star six and that will unmute you. So if you hit star six, that will unmute you and then to mute yourself back, you hit star six again, and that will mute you back. Um, so we're jam-packed tonight for a whole hour of uh, power tonight, since this is a power call. And uh, again, please get something to write with, get something to write on. If you're driving, you'll have to listen to the replay. Those of you who registered for the call, you will be getting an automatic uh, email uh, for the um, for the recording so that you can go over it again and, and uh, perhaps listen to it again. So if you uh, reg- if you didn't register, you need to register for the call, and you'll get the recording. And uh, please remember to look in your promotions folder and your spam folder for any of these emails coming out from info at Essence of Being. Okay, so let's get started for 2017. And um, I can visualize all of you guys. Uh, you've already created your visions for 2017, right? Okay, so. If not, and even if you have, I want to just kind of go into how to intentionalize it and how to really juice up your visioning process and get some clarity about what you are creating. So this, again, please uh, don't hesitate to hit star six and come in and ask a question or share something that's coming up for you at all. Just interrupt me anytime you want, okay? So the definition that I'm going to give you for visioning is something that you hold in your heart and in your head, something that you're holding that you are creating, that you are creating from within, and it's coming from within you and expressing it outwardly, being able to see it, believe it, vision it, imagine it. We all know that uh, imagination is the strongest force in the world, right? And um, being able to... have an imagination is is key and to express it and to be able to verbalize it. So what I'd like to say is that uh, let me just help you along with your visions. There are so many different aspects and so many different ways you can write. One way to get clarity about what is my vision, what is it that I want to create, and do I believe I can create it? Of course, I'm hoping that all of you on the call have some thoughts about belief, you know, that if you believe it, you can create it, or that thought is creative, or that you have the connection and the power to create what you want. My, uh, That would be my first level. Hopefully, everybody is in alignment with that thought or belief. If you're not... Just be open to the fact that that could be the case, that you do have the ability by your thoughts and your imagination and your belief systems to create what you want in your life. Okay, so 
the first thing I want to ask you is what inspires you? So get some clarity around, about what inspires me. What am I inspired by? And inspiration can come in a lot of different ways. It, you know, figure, you figure out what inspires you. It reveals what you most value in your life. For instance, you could be inspired by seeing your kids discover their potential or seeing your business expand or discovering new universal truths or breaking through physical limitations or spending time with friends or seeing people awaken to their purpose or seeing people overcome challenges or saving the environment. These are all examples of inspirational things. So just take a second and write down what it most inspires you. Just write down one thing. Maybe there's a bunch. But go ahead and write down one thing that inspires you. Let's get your juices flowing. And then from that inspiration, what do you visualize the most? When you dream... Now, this is not about your fantasies, okay? We're not talking about fantasies. We're talking about when you dream into or imagine yourself, what do you visualize the most? What does your life look like? Something that is, is coming true, that you, that you believe you really want to have come true. You may visualize traveling the world and setting foot in every country. Uh, you could visualize spending time with your family. You may visualize your business challenges that you might have being solved. You might visualize buying a new home, having more children, winning awards for achievement. You may visualize yourself running a race. So it's something that you are visualizing and realizing. Write down one thing that you visualize creating in your life. That it might, it may happen this year and it may not, but something that you are surely choosing for it to come true. So go ahead and write that down. Next, I'm going to give you a list of things, okay, of how you can, first of all, rate yourself where you're at in these topics. There's a bunch of different topics I want to bring up. And I want you, or aspects of you, and I want you to just rate yourself where you're at now. One through ten, one being I'm, I'm not even close to what I want. I'm not even close to my perfect 10. Or I haven't arrived yet in that. It's not happened quite yet. And if you're a 10, then that is you've arrived and you have exactly what you want in that area and there's you feel like you've completed that visualization. You've completed that creation that you want in your life. So just rate yourself 1 through 10. It can be 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. doesn't matter. 
somewhere in between. So rate yourself on your um, career. Where are you in your career right now? One through ten. Are you at the pinnacle? Are you almost there? Are you just starting? Are you starting over? Just kind of put a number down. Rate yourself. And then the next one is finance. Where are you financially? One through ten. Are you where you want to be? How far are you away from where you want to be? One through ten. Whatever the financials look like to you. And the third one, rate yourself under physical health. Where are you right now physically, health-wise? One through ten. And then one through ten on friends. Where are you with your friends? Do you have a lot of friends? Do you keep in touch with your friends? Do you feel like you would like more friends? Do you feel like you are a good friend? Where are you in that range, 1 through 10, as a friend? And then the next one is your family relationships. Those of you who were on my call last month, you know, family kill them or eat them, right? You never know. But with family, where are you? How do you show up with your family just overall in your relationships? Are they are they good? Are they not so good? Are they loving, open, honest? Just overall. And then the next one is your significant other relationship. Do you have a significant other relationship? Do you want one? Um, if you have one, how is it? One through ten. Happy, healthy, connected, loving, or not so much? And then the next aspect would be your personal growth. Where are you personally in your growth? Self-actualization, understanding who you are, owning your own magnificence. Are you looking within in order to create without or on the outside? And where are you in your fun and recreation in your life, 1 through 10? Do you have a lot of fun? Are you giving yourself some time off? Do you give yourself a break? Are you a workhorse and no, making it a dull boy? Are you being Jack with being a dull boy? Fun and recreation, 1 through 10, where do you show up? 
Uh, how about your physical environment? Your environment where you live? Is it in all in order? Is it chaos? Is it homey? Is it sterile? You know, what is it? One through ten, is it where you want it to be? One through ten. And then the next one is, where is your mental attitude? Mentally, how are you applying the knowledge you've gained so far through your experiences and your education? Are you currently expressing and actively expressing your mental um, prowess, if you will, in your daily life, one through ten? Are you applying the knowledge and the education you have? Okay, and then what about your sexuality? Where are you in your sexual, you know, how do you feel about yourself? You're you're sensuous. What about your emotional? Where are you 1 through 10 emotionally? How do you rate your connection to your own feelings? Do you feel? Some of you who have just taken the essence of being this last weekend in Florida, I'm sure you're feeling. Do you numb out? Are you in touch with your feelings and your emotions? 1 through 10. And then lastly, but certainly not last, your spiritual connection. How do you rate that, 1 through 10? Are you totally connected to your higher self, to God, universe, great spirit, energy, whatever you call that? Okay. So just kind of look that over and just see how you've rated yourself now because when you visualize things intentionally, it really, to get some clarity about where do you start with, where are you now, it helps you to see where you want to go. So remember, if you're going somewhere, you have to know two things, where you're at and where you're going, your destination. So now you have a sense of where you're at. And a lot of times people don't know what they want. They don't know what to visualize. They don't know exactly what they are choosing to have or create in their life. 
So again, I always say start with what you don't want. Or at least start with what you know, which this is where you are right now. This is your starting place. So if you have lower numbers, don't should on yourself. I always say it gets messy when you should on yourself, but don't should on yourself. Don't say I should feel better than this or I should be better than this or I should be at a 10 by now. So just allow yourself to be with wherever you're at and be clear and authentic and honest with yourself because now you know where you're starting from, and that's cool. And listen, if you're starting with a 10, are you done? No. You haven't ascended. So the 10 can also, you can make it now be your 20 or 11 if you choose. There's always more. So allow you just to start with where you're at, and then now we're going to intentionally create visions around all of this. So at least you know where you're at so that you can start writing, what is a 10? So if you're not a 10 on any of these, then you can start that imagination process, intentionally creating it from all of your cells. Smell it, feel it, touch it, taste it. What would it be like to be a 10 physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, relationship-wise, fun, finance, career? What would it look like? What would it smell like? So that is the first step is, again, starting where you are. And now you can start writing. I wouldn't do it this moment, but now you have a place to start from. Start writing. What does a 10 look like? How would I look? Who would be with me? Some powerful intentions for you to perhaps write in what a 10 would look like would be things like um, new skills you might want to learn. What are some new skills I want to learn in order for me to be a 10? Uh, what, what fabulous adventures do I want to have in order for me to be a 10? What adventures do I want to have for 2017? Dream into that. Uh, what people do I want to get closer to? Imagine the people that you want to get closer to and how that would show up in any of those areas. You can write about, when you write your 2017 visualization, problems to resolve. In other words, you could all these challenges. I don't like to say problem. I like to say challenge. Any challenges you have, you've resolved them. And if you don't know how to resolve it, as we say in the workshops with Essence of Being, trust and allow and don't ask how. Maybe you don't know how to resolve it, and that's okay. But just see it as resolved. And you can write that into your vision. I see that my business challenges have been resolved, and now... My business is fill-in-the-blank. And some parts that you can really imagine into and feel into would be things to let go of. So for perhaps in your family relationship section, you, you know, want to let go of any grief or harboring any kind of grievance or any kind of... Um, resentments 
So that can be put into your vision. Of, I've, I've allowed myself to move through. I've forgiven people for whatever it is. I choose not to hold any more resentment in my life because it hurts me. It hurts my heart. So those are the types of things that you can kind of vision yourself into and ask yourself those questions, how you would have, what breakthroughs do you want to have this year? What's a breakthrough or breakthroughs you want to have in every one of those areas if you're not already a 10? What would that look like? What would it feel like? Who would be with you? Another thing you can write about and and reflect on and dream about are any insights you want to have this year, any ahas or awarenesses. And again, some of you who have taken essence of being just this past weekend, I'm clear that you got a lot of insights and awarenesses. And those of you who have taken the classes, of course, you know you have awarenesses and insights. And those of you who have not, you too have awarenesses and insights and I invite you to come and play with us in our workshops to have even more. But just kind of find your way through that. Writing a vision doesn't have to be hard. It's just allowing yourself to imagine what it would look like, who you are becoming, intentionalizing it with the belief that it can happen. So one of the ways that I write a vision is I write it like it's already happened. Instead of a New Year's resolution, I write a vision as though it has already happened. And I visualize and imagine what it feels like to have already accomplished all of the things that I want for 2017. So you would be writing it from a perspective of, wow, it's 2018 and all these things happened. And you're reveling in it. You're just basking in all the things that have happened for you in 2017. Even if you're not sure it's going to happen, even if you're not quite clear how, you write it as if it's happened. 2017 was an awesome year. All those aspects that I just laid out for you, all my tens, This is what happened. And so people say, well, Burge, I can't do all of that necessarily. I can't expect every single one of those to be a 10. Well, what I say to that is, yes, you can. You can expect it and not be attached to it. Really be committed and expect it to really happen and believe that it's going to happen and that it has already happened and not be attached. So it sounds like an oxymoron, but it's not. You're not attached to it. In other words, you're not holding uh, holding it hostage. You're not saying, this has got to happen or else. You're saying, this is how I'm creating it, and it's already happened. And to allow yourself to let go of the outcome and just enjoy the journey. 
really be committed to the journey of creating this. People get tripped up sometimes by the outcome. They get really attached to it. It has to look a certain way. So it's it's kind of a tricky situation to trick yourself into. These are the things that I'm creating. I'm really I'm really imagining it and this is how it is and I'm willing for it to be this or something better. And it will happen in divine time. Many times things happen in time that we don't think, you know, we want it to happen sooner or we want it to happen now. And sometimes, again, it happens when it is best serving us. We just don't know it at the time. Because you can look back on your life and look at all the things that have happened in your life and go, wow, you know, I'm glad that happened when it did because if it had happened when I wanted it to, that would have not been good. So, you you know, it's allowing yourself to really trust and allow and don't ask how or when. Okay. So anybody want to share anything that they wrote down or any questions or thing came up for them, you can hit star six and that will unmute you. And then I'll go on to the next part. If anybody wants to jump in, I'm all ears. Hi, Burge. This is Allison. Hey, Allison. Hi. So... Wow. Wow, wow. I got to tell you, I just did this. I rated myself, and I'm very pleasantly happy at the results. <laughs> oh, good. It, so this stuff yeah. works, huh? <laughs> I think a little. <laughs> so you're happy yeah, with where I, you're at. Good. So could, could you... Um... Well, right. So there's, you know, there's always room to grow, um, but... You know, when I started this journey almost a year ago, I know for sure some of these I were I was at a two, maybe zero, like spirituality, um, fun, like fun, family, friends, zeros, twos, and I'm saying sixes and eights and and nines, and I got one ten, and I'm very very happy, and I'm, and. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, honey. So that 10, whatever it is, now you need to make it an 11 or a um, 20 for 2017 to see how it would show up for you. Yeah, so how does that look, uh, an 11 or a 20? 20. You have to answer that. It's off the charts, right? You have to answer that. So you get to be, if you're at a 10 right now and it's comfortable to you, then you have to go outside your comfort zone yet again and allow yourself to dream even more. Okay. Just allow yourself to dream even more and imagine what it would feel like. And one of the best things that I love to do, because I'm a visual person myself, is many of you have heard about the treasure maps or vision boarding, but being able to to just look, just to feel into and look at pictures and words, and you cut those out and you put them in a collage on a big poster board and you put them up and look at them because 
I'm a visual person in all my offices. I have all these vision boards and treasure maps that I look at because it's sitting there as you're looking at it. Your subconscious is absorbing it. So even if you're not concentrating on it or focusing on it, it actually is coming in all the time when you look at it and when you think about it. So you're creating it as you're looking at it, and your subconscious will continue to let that flood in. It floods it in. It floods it in. So... If you're not sure what a 20 is, start looking around. Okay. Yes, because I get to make it up, right? You do. You're the producer, director, writer, actor, all of the above. Awesome. Perfect. Okay, good. Thank you, honey. Anybody else? Awesome. Yeah, hey, hey, Birds. This is Susan Atherton. Hey, Susan. Hey there. Um, I just wanted to comment that... um, I have had, uh, I've had just, I've been able to like manifest. I, I mentioned this at, over the weekend, um, a job and um, and a salary that I haven't had before, and I just, it just kept going up and up and up. I kept thinking about it, like this one guy uh, in a job called me up, and and he's like, uh, uh, you know, we can only pay such and such and I was like oh that'll be okay and it was pretty high and then I was like wait a minute if if somebody else can make you know more than that then I can make more than that too and if somebody else can make whatever and it just like over the course of several weeks just went up like really high and then it turned out that my job that I was supposed to be getting um, it maneuvered itself so that I was able to make that top figure of course you did and give up on yourself (laughs) No, and, and it, you know, it, uh, let me just say about that, you don't give up on yourself. And the other part is just um, just feeling into and understanding and believing in your deservability, mm-hmm. yes. not being afraid of your power and how much you do deserve it. And your self worth, yes. right? That that definitely played into it. One of the things I did to to visualize this was um, I was waking up in fear. And then think, and then would would make uh, would really spend time working and refocusing on on the positive. I would smile and I would imagine myself waking up in Orlando and going to my job in Lake Mary, and I would do that every single day and make a conscious effort to choose to focus on that. And at day after day, week after week, and here I am, and I'm doing it. Yes. Yes. Well, kudos to you, honey. So that you're not giving up on yourself, and I know that there have been many times when you might when you really wanted to, and there were yes. so many times that it's like, what is wrong with me, right? So, which yeah. is a perfect segue into a lot of people do that. They they focus on, you know, what's wrong. It hasn't happened yet. I visualize. I'm a good person. You know, I meditate. I whatever. I create. I think about. I do affirmations. Like, what is the issue here? You know, why is it not happening? And people sometimes beat their head against the wall. So let me speak to that a minute about what what can happen is that what we're speaking about here is compartmentalizing all of the parts of yourself. And that's exactly what happens when you get distracted and when things happen in a way where you don't feel whole and complete inside. A lot of us will stop in our tracks and not be able to communicate 
or speak or allow ourselves to experience or feel because we're too afraid of what we might find out when all of our parts are together. In other words, many of us like to put our dark places in a little hole somewhere and to keep it there and keep it at bay and say, go away. And a lot of times those dark spaces, they want to be nurtured and looked at and acknowledged that they're there. They get louder and louder and louder, and many of us will keep pushing them away and try to keep them back in their corner. So there's a lot of resistance to allowing them to just be. So what happens is it drains our energy and it focuses our attention to all the things that are not working and all the things that we don't like. And so what I'm speaking about here is learning not to push all of those dark spaces into a hole, but allow them to experience and allow them to be part of you because it is part of you. Instead of saying, well, I don't want to feel this way, or I don't want this in my life, or, well, I, I don't like this part about myself, or I don't like this vibration or that vibration. So when you start saying that I, when you start saying that I want something, you start with what you don't want because many of you know what you want, then you don't go to the what you want place. So let me rephrase that. You don't know what you don't want. I'm sorry. You don't know what you want, so you start with what you don't want. So this is a whole other level of how to understand it, the duality of wanting something and not wanting something, the light and the dark. And it's the light part is where you feel good and you like this part of you and you think that all is well and that you know, you're positive about yourself. So the dark place can be identified as all the things you do not want and the things you do not like about yourself and all the circumstances that seem to be surrounding you that you don't like. So what many try to do is to do affirmations. They try to stay positive. And when they have a little nip at their heels from all their negative things in their life or their thoughts or beliefs that come around nipping at their door, they try to push it away and slam the door and not let it in. And they get louder and louder and louder. And that's why oftentimes... When you're saying you do not want something and it continues to grow and grow because it wants to be heard and acknowledged because it's a part of you. So if you accept this concept, it's a little bit beyond the vibrations of a lot of people from a basic understanding of how law of attraction works and how vibrations work. And it's moving toward that feeling place of oneness and not duality of not having duality, embracing the whole you as whole and complete with all of the work and all of the good things and all of the bad things all at once, embracing that darkness. So let me give you an example. When when you say, um, I want to be healthy or I want to feel thinner or I choose more money in my life or I want to be loved, what you're doing when you say those things, oftentimes it immediately brings up well, I'm not that right now. I don't have it now. And the longing part comes up, that longing. That longing part's a part that is tried to be misplaced or tried to be pushed away, the longing and wanting something and realizing that you don't have it. And then the sadness comes up. 
And then you try to push that away, the sadness away. What I'm saying is that when you make a declarative statement like, I want more money, and the next millisecond of thought is, I don't have it yet, but I know that it's coming. That is one place that a lot of people go to. A lot of people in consciousness, they go to, but I know it's coming. So what I'm suggesting is you say, I want more money in my life, or I choose to have more money in my life, and when you start to feel that little feeling of, yet I don't have it yet, to say that in a way, or think and feel that in a way, it's natural for you to feel that way. And it's not something to be pushed aside so that you punish yourself for being negative or punish yourself for thinking, that's not supposed to be my thought. And so again, what happens is you compartmentalize the good and the bad. So what I'm speaking about is embracing it all. It is not good or bad. It just is, and it's part of you. And what happens is you'll not fight as much to keep your dark side in a hole. So as soon as you acknowledge it, you can move on. And you'll acknowledge it with the same amount of love that you do when you want something. And I hope this is... Yeah, go ahead. Sergeant Sandra, um, I... I can I barely hear you, honey. Speak up. I said, um, I found this exercise very difficult uh, when I started listing the numbers. And I thought to myself after you said, envision what a 10 would be. Then I thought to myself, oh, my. I, I'm not even sure what a 10 would be, but I know that I'm not where I want it to be. And I thought to myself, how, how am I even going to wrap my head around where I really want it to be? Because I've never been there before. So that uncertainty came up. Uh-huh. And then when you said, let the let whatever comes up, it's part of you. Don't fight it. Just listen to it and, and work with it. So you uh-huh. can, if, if that's what I think I heard you say. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess I... You know, I've never been this self-analytical. And I want to applaud you for covering so many different dimensions within the human spirit because you really covered it all. I mean, you know, you left no stone unturned. And um, I can see where this is going to be a very a thought-provoking exercise to, you know, really sit quietly and envision and and when you mentioned affirmations, and if I remember correctly, when I took the class, do you or do you not believe in affirmations? Of course, absolutely. Okay. So then saying what you want to manifest um, is something that we need to do both, you know, like how many times a day? You know, do we write it on a three-by-five card? Do we carry it with us? Do we well, as meditate I said, on it before we go to sleep? Right. I mean, as I said before, you know, it's 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 up to you as to how you do it or how many times you do it or what you do it. But the point of the exercise of doing affirmations, remember I say they're little lies you tell yourself until they become true? So you mm-hmm. you you can say affirmations and look at the vision boards and write your vision and put up your three-by-five cards. 
um, and look at it every day and say it out loud every day and all those things. The whole point of it is to get you into a feeling place that it could, that it's possible and that whatever comes up after that is not to bypass in other words, people bypass saying, oh, I'm not supposed to think that. So any negative longing or thoughts or emotions around, I don't have it yet, you can observe that and say, oh, there you are. I see you. Yeah, I know that you feel that way, and we're still creating it, so let's do this. So it's more of a, an inclusive thing as opposed to pushing away, pushing away the thoughts and the feelings of what you don't want to feel. So basically, it's a work in progress, and you're moving from point A to point whatever. It's the journey, and, right? Yeah. And it's really okay. not even that's what, that's the tricky part about all of this. It's not the outcome. <laughs> yes, it's you know you get really committed to the outcome, and you want to let go of the attachment to it, and that's the tricky part. And the way to let go of the attachment of how it's going to come into your life or when is say this or something better. And I'm open to trusting and allowing and don't ask how or when. And embracing all the other feeling places that you have around it. Not get stuck there, not focus on that. But when it comes up, say thank you for sharing. I feel, I see you. It's the same thing that we do with fear. Whenever we talk about fear in the workshops, we bring it up because it's there. And as soon as you start looking at it and going, I see you, it dissipates it. So it's sort of like, kind of like, the, you know, just to give you an example of why Jesus was able to do the work that he did because of embracing all of the warts and embracing all of the negative parts is not negative, but looking at it as a whole person. And when the longing comes up or the sadness comes up, when you're looking at the perfect scenario, your perfect 10, you can love that part of you and see that part. And that is part of who you are. And it's not anything that needs to be discarded. So let me explain it again. So if you say, I want to have more money, I want to have more money, what's the first thought that can come up for you? Probably that you don't have enough, right? That you don't have it. So, And from that point, when you feel or say to yourself, I don't have it, and then you quickly would, you have two choices. You either would say, I know that it's coming because we've all been taught that and we've taught ourselves to think positively, or you will say, but it's not here yet, and I long for it. So which is healthier? Pardon? Which is, which is the healthier self-talk? Well, the part that I'm trying to give you a whole other way of looking at it is to um, allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling about it and say, uh, if, you're, if something comes up that you're saying, um, I'm longing for that and I'm sad about it, you can say, yeah, I, I see you, I am sad about it, it's not here yet, and thank you for sharing, and I intend to create it. So you're not bypassing that step. So let me give you some more example. Let me think about, um, so what happens is people go into a spiral of punishment and wanting to keep that at bay because it doesn't feel good. So therefore, that's when people either numb out because they don't want to feel good or they, don't, they want to feel better, 
or they allow themselves to embrace that part and say, you know what, I know it's a longing, I know that I'm feeling somewhat sad about it, and that's okay. And I know that it's on the way. In other words, like I said, some people, they leave out a step. Most people want to skip from, I would like to have more money, and then they quickly go to, I know it's on its way. When what is really happening inside is, when you say, I really want to have more money, your first thought is, I don't have it yet. And there could be a slight thought of, and I'm sad or frustrated. And that slight feeling that comes from that thought, but I don't have it yet. There's a feeling that you have there. And that is the feeling place that people try to numb out or try to push away and go into the hole and say, I don't want you in my thoughts. I don't want to feel this. Therefore, I'm going to now change my mind and or numb out. And what I'm saying is that if you have the statement that I want more money and your thought is, but I don't have it, and the feeling is, I'm sad and frustrated, and then from that point you say, but I know that it is on its way, or and I know it is on its way, you're acknowledging that you're sad and frustrated from it. And it's not trying to push that feeling place away without acknowledging it first and embracing it as part of yourself. And that is loving yourself into what you want. It's like sort of like a child. Even though they may act up at times and even though they may do negative things, you still have unconditional love for them or your pets. You'll still have unconditional love for them no matter what they do or say or think or whatever. And this is how you embrace and love yourself completely. If you don't leave out the step of acknowledging your feeling place from not being able to have what you want yet, does that make sense? Yes, thank you very much. Okay. So all I'm saying here is when people get tripped up about their visions, you know, they've been taught they're not supposed to think about or feel you know, they go right to, and it's happening divine time and all is well, but yet they skip that little, little step if you have it. If you have that feeling, just acknowledge it and just say, yeah, I'm afraid, or yeah, I'm sad, or yeah, I'm frustrated. And acknowledge that it's there and say, now I intend to. Thank you for sharing. I'm whole and complete. I'm loving myself into creating what I want. I'm not going to punish myself or bypass that step. So you're being, you're kind of observing yourself. This is Audrey. May I share something? Who is this? Audrey. Hi, Audrey. Yes. Hi. Well, for everyone that was at my mastery group in the beginning of November, you all heard me say, and I made a promise that I would finish the first run-through of the book in my first preliminary edit by the end of December. I want you to know the book, oh my God, I'm going to cry. There's no way I can't feel. I'm always in touch with my feelings. Okay. My book has been turned over to my editor, and it was turned over on Martin Luther King's birthday celebration. To say that I'm touched is an understatement, and I still have to write the acknowledgments in a few different pieces, and so now it's on the next step. And in terms of how it's all going to get paid for, <laughs> I don't know. I do know it will, in one way, shape, form, or another. And is this always easy for me? Not always so easy for me. And, and Bird, you know that. 
And am I going to keep going? You know it. Do I take spaces, pauses, all of that? So I want you all to know that that's where we're at with that particular piece. Awesome. That's awesome, Audrey. Kudos, honey. That's awesome. Thanks. Yes, you do feel, my friend. And yay! Yay! Good job. Thanks. Thanks. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now I'll let you continue the seminar. But thank you. <laughs> now, I wasn't there, by the way, because I was doing my own seminar. Okay. And what I will say is everybody there grew. Everyone. With a little seminar, six people, everyone grew. Do I even want to tell you? Do I even want to tell you how amazing that is? So thank you. You're welcome, honey. Thank you. Thank you for being a light in the world. And so... The part I want to share with you about all of this is sort of like a Wizard of Oz story, okay? So those of you who, you know, I've I've given you like a place to start and a place to intentionalize of how your 2017 is showing up and to not skip that step of acknowledging your whole complete self and loving yourself into it no matter what, no matter what feeling place you have coming up, you can say thank you for sharing and I feel I feel this way, and I intend to keep going and create what I want. So you're feeling yourself into it. You're emotionally connected, okay? And your juices are flowing, and when your juices are flowing, you can create from that place. So Wizard of Oz story is, you know, imagine yourself as Dorothy, okay? And you're in your black and white world, and everything is in duality of right and wrong, black or white, up or down, good or bad, And you have this thought of living in this environment and thinking, you know what, is this all there is? Is there something over the rainbow? I know there is. There's something over the rainbow for me. And then, all of a sudden, a big storm comes. And the storm is created from the desire of wanting to know, is there something on the other side of the rainbow? And because of the storm, it lifts you into some other place so when you come to the storm and you're spinning around in the eye of it okay just realize it's bringing you to a new place where there's color you open the door and all of a sudden from a black and white world you see color you see new beings you see things that are unusual and awe-inspiring and awakening the power within you and if you're Dorothy and you're walking down that yellow brick road to find the wizard The Yellow Brick Road is your golden opportunity to come to the Emerald City, which is indeed the emerald of your heart center, your chakra, your heart chakra. In other words, when you're following the Yellow Brick Road to the Emerald City, you're being showered and having guides and following along with the goal of finding your abundance and finding your joy and finding your home and finding your thoughts, finding your courage and finding your love and your wisdom. And along the way, Dorothy picks up all of these thoughts that come in the form of all of these characters that she meets. And what she finds when she gets to the Emerald City is there's no wizard at all. The wizard is within her. That the knowing was well within her whole time. It was in her. And she had the power to create a new life at any moment. And that all those characters that she met in her life in that colorful world was there all along. But she couldn't see them because they were in black and white. 
and because her sense of duality, that there must be a right and wrong as opposed to seeing things in a different way. In other words, a horse of a different color. And what she was seeing was the exact the same people in the exact situations, only in a different world, different format. So many of you, when you ask for help, and you ask for what should I do, this or that, how can I create what I want, how should I believe this, and you're asking from that duality point of view, you're asking it's this or that. So what you're asking brings about the desire, and that desire brings about the storm, and the storm comes, and now you have a choice. You can fly to see all the chaos around you, and then, you, or you can stay stuck in the storm. Or you can land. Open your door and see a new world. And the new world is full of color, and it's exactly the same world. It's just being seen in a different light. So let me give you an example to, to really um, to hone, hone, hone this in. What is your desire? Let's say your desire is that you want to remember better, and you want to have a better memory. Therefore, bringing about that desire of remembering can bring about a feeling of loss. It can bring about a feeling of not being able to remember or a feeling of remembering, and from that place you're in a storm, and the storm is, I can't remember. Is there something wrong with me? What can I do to make it better? This doesn't feel good. So now... I will lift myself up. I will go to that eye of the tornado, and I will go to the place where I know everything because my desire is to know and remember. And what I've said before around memory is that you, you know, you're kind of on a need-to-know basis, and we understand, the, you know, to understand the feeling of losing it. I'm not able to be the same person sometimes if you say that. I, I, I'm not as sharp as I am. I, I'm dulling my senses. What's happening to me? What's wrong with me? And if you open the door from that place of knowing that you are on a need-to-know basis and that all truly is well, when you open the door and you look at your memory through the color, you walk out and you see the new decisions that you've made. And you're on a need-to-know basis. And that becomes more present with you. So you're certainly more present when you have something new in front of you as opposed to going through the motions and doing the same thing over and over again. So just as Dorothy was opening herself up to a new world, there were new things for her to see and experience and feel. And that is what is happening with you when you have a desire, for instance, to have a memory, to remember what you want to remember, You have a desire, and therefore you create a storm around it that says, well, you may or may not remember, and that means something. And what what I'm trying to say is we're offering if you walk out the door and you see that through the storm that there's nothing really to remember that is truly important. In other words, if you're on a need-to-know basis and you're looking at things from a new point of view and it is new and it's exciting and it gets your juices flowing, then the feeling of, oh, no, there's there's something wrong with me, or, oh, no, I can't remember something, will dissipate. Because you're in the moment. You're in the now. You're noticing the colors and the newness and not letting it bother you that you can't remember what it was like to live in that black and white world. So 
my intention for 2017 is to hold the vision for all of you to be able to express who you are, to not bypass that emotional feeling place of when you're writing your 10. Write it as though it's already happened. Do your vision boards, creating more of what you want. Ask yourself all of those questions. What inspires me and what do I visualize the most? What am I imagining? And keep it in front of you. Keep your vision boards in front of you in your office, your bedroom. Keep your visions that you're writing in front of you. Look at it. Let it inspire you. Whenever you're feeling down or you're feeling like you haven't achieved something for the day, read your vision. It's a guideline. It's where you're going, where you're headed, and what you're breathing life into. And love yourself through that. And everything starts looking like color as opposed to black and white. And you really are the wizard. You have it all along. It's been in your heart and in your mind all along. So hopefully that helps inspire you to get your juices flowing so that you can intentionally create what you want in this year, and we'll do it together. I invite all of you to continue playing with me. We're doing the next Essence of Being in Atlanta, February 17th through the 19th. would love to have you there. Uh, We're also doing um, a Higher Vibes class, which is a woo-woo class here in Atlanta in March. And our next EOB in Florida, Essence of Being in Florida, is April 7th through the 9th. And I'll be, again, look at essenceofbeing.com because we're going to be in California, we're going to be in India, we're going all over the place is the plan for this year. And that is my vision. And that's what I'm holding near and dear to my heart. And I'm holding Tallahassee in my heart as well. So there's a lot of places that I want to share this with you and just so you know i do this every third wednesday of every month and the next one we're doing is in february february 15th that's the next power call and it's going to be about love the one you're with embracing self-love so it's going to be about loving yourself and love the one you're with embracing that self-love which is part of this intentional visioning I hope that I made sense for you guys tonight because this is really near and dear to my heart, and I plan on creating more, um, creating a bigger 10 for me as well. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute you all. Okay. You're all unmuted, so let's all say Happy New Year, and we are going to create a fabulous year. Happy New 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 Year to all. I hope all your dreams Thank you, Bird. Thank you, Bird. Thank you, Bird. You're welcome. Thank you, Bird. Thanks, Bird. Happy New Year. Welcome. You're welcome. Beautiful night, Bird. Beautiful. Absolute perfection. Love you. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Birds. Miss you. Miss you too.
Come play with us. Would love to. Thank you all. Good night. Thank Good you. night. Good night. Talk to you again soon. Go to bed in a couple of minutes, honey. Okay. Well, I have to put in my computer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to go to bed. But she's going to my hair in a bed. She is? Yes. Yeah. You are, Jillian? Okay. Well, I'm not going to waste the battery. All right, that's fine. Did you want to bring it Yes. You guys have any little parts up? We can make my hair straight and it'll be easier if it does. We can spend three hours making my hair straight so it'll be easier to braid. Mm-hmm. Maybe another time on our hair during the day where you have to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
Prescription thing that is so messed up. Really? Oh, you know, she's been going there for a long time, and it's like, 
She's like, you know, getting there. Yeah. Old wrinkled everywhere. Suddenly, you know, like,